Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. An anxiety-provoking third-period comeback means that the Flames are now just one game away from clinching this first-round series. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. Welcome back or welcome to Locked on Flames. As always, I am your host, Jess Belmosto. How are you today? Thank you so much for tuning into another episode or your first episode of Locked on Flames. And thanks for making us your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your favorite podcasts, including Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Odyssey, Audible, and YouTube. We're free 99 wherever you like. And, of course, follow me on Twitter. It's on the screen right now, at Jess Belmosto. What a game last night was. You know, Daryl Sutter kind of just, he's stuck with what worked, and I'm impressed. Uh, He rolled out the game four lineups, dressed seven defensemen, and the mind games, you know, I kind of mentioned this yesterday. I said, I wonder if he is just... um, putting like these lines together during morning skate so it looks one way and so kind of like you know little mind games like oh we don't know who's starting this or we don't know who's doing that uh and it throws a wrench in the opponent's day in their plan of attack because well you don't know what lines you're gonna get when you go out there and you certainly can't predict what lines he's gonna put together like you just you don't know and, of course, Michael Stone was back in the lineup, and he actually led the team in shots on goal with four, and he had just over 10 minutes of ice time. So, you know, I think Stone magic is working. I would keep him in. And uh, Tyler Toffoli, my God, I just wanted to, like, shake him and be like, it's okay. He was unbelievably close to scoring on a number of occasions, and, you know, one missed uh, sneaking by Ottinger by, like, a hair. And it was so frustrating to watch because he skated back to the bench and he looked up at the uh, the Jumbotron, the screen, and was like, he just could, he couldn't do anything besides shake his head. I felt awful for him. But I really think that this was kind of the awakening of secondary scoring. And... This is also the second game in a row now where Johnny gets yanked due to a possible concussion. Uh, The first one happened when he got hit in the head in game four. And then last night he gets a puck right like by the ear. So and there's no protection from the helmet there. So that's scary stuff. But he he came back. Um, Obviously, hope things are going well. Uh, it's actually really scary when you hit your head multiple times in uh, a, a span of a few days because, number one, the headaches are never fun. And number two, concussions are scary. They can change your whole like brain function. Uh, I don't know if any of you have had concussions, but I'm a terribly clumsy person and have gotten all three of my concussions while doing uh, very basic tasks and 
<laughs> nothing, <laughs> uh, nothing like these hockey players, but uh, obviously he sounds like he's okay. So they'll keep rolling that, you know, first line out. So fingers crossed there that doesn't happen again. And then uh, Robo gets his first goal of the playoff series, as well as putting the stars on the board. And I, I thought it was going to be like a zero, zero, we're going to overtime sort of deal here. But then it also looked like the flames were going to go down one, nothing. And I was actually going to tweet, Oh, Noah Hannafin like uh, has had a, like a really rough series. And then of course this, Puck is deflected off of Noah Hannafin's butt, and he ends up potting the goal. <sighs> the kid just cannot find a break this series when it comes to defending, and him and Chris have had really rough games last night, and I don't know what it was. Maybe it was, maybe it's the travel, maybe it's the lack of sleep, I don't know, but something was in the air for sure last night between those two, and it needs to just never be seen again. <laughs> uh, Michael Backlund, of course, that you know, we're going to talk about the secondary scoring here. Um, Backlund, who has quietly been one of the best players this series, ends up potting the goal. And uh, this the third period comeback, so you know, it's tied. Uh, now it one apiece and then Mangiapane comes up big as well and I almost jumped through the roof with excitement because uh I was not having fun watching the stars win uh, or while they were winning and then I was like oh my god like I'm exhausted I don't want this to go to overtime please just end at a reasonable hour and then Mangiapane saved us from that uh from that fear and then Trevor Lewis, of course, had that goal, uh, the empty net goal, to just kind of put a little bow on it. And it was an exciting comeback. You know, I think that that was just a really, um, we need to never do that again and only wait till the last like 20-ish minutes to start scoring. But you got to do what you got to do to win. And the Flames did that. And doesn't always have to be pretty. That is for sure. Coming up next, I have your flame of the game. But before we do that, I want to take a second to talk about Athletic Greens. Our next partner has a product that I use every day, and I start my day with AG1 because I don't really have time to remember to take a cabinet full of uh, vitamins and they are a great, uh, it's just an all-in-one, all-inclusive pro, uh, probiotic powder that's great for gut health and uh, more energy. And AG1, you're, with AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, and more to help you start your day. I take it every morning. I mix it in with my water in the morning because I quite like to just really start my day off right. And of course, I want to be the best version of myself. 
And incorporating AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. And it's one thing that you can do for yourself every day. And taking care of yourself is very important. And Athletic Greens has over 700, sorry, 7,000 five-star reviews. And they are recommended by professional athletes as well as leading health experts. To make Athletic Greens, or sorry, to make it easy, uh, right now is the time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health. Thank you so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. Flame of the game um, was truly an easy one to pick, and that was Michael Backlund. Michael Backlund has been such a significant player this series, and you'll always find him on the score sheet in one way or another, but it's not just about the score sheet. It's also about the defensive contributions that he's making on ice. He has a really strong forecheck. He will force turnovers. He will force, you know, those giveaways. And he is very meticulous when it comes to his playmaking. I think that he offers that third line or, you know, that second, that middle six option uh a lot of versatility he provides that and he might not always have the speed to him that you might look for in you know your second line center but he has the ability to perform at that level that you need him to in order to you know elevate your second line and with him being able to score that uh comeback goal last night i think was huge you know the the equalizer in late or late in the game was important for the flames because you don't want to have to go to seven games and then of course you know it's one less game of rough physicality and one less chance for you to get eliminated you know so we knew that the Mangiapane, Backlund, and Coleman line were special. We knew that they were special during the regular season, and they they proved that to us. And it really blows my mind that that wasn't deployed from game one. But, you know, there's always a reason for what Daryl Sutter does. And I think that, uh, you know, reuniting them has been very beneficial and we just kind of have to take that W and put it in our pocket. Uh, it Putting them back together, we all knew it would spark something. So it did. And he got the momentum going and was able to trigger the comeback. And there's really not much else you can look for. Um in a player, I think he was, again, one of the better players out on the ice last night. And 
even before he scored that goal, he was on my radar for this position because of his dynamic uh, defensive abilities and how powerful and how important his presence is out there on the ice. I thought that he played a really strong game and not just because, oh, he he scored a goal. Um, I do think that Mangiapane also had a, had a little bit of a tough game, uh, but then kind of evened out. I would probably give him, you know, the second star or third star, if you will, um, mainly because, you know, he found himself at the top of Hawk and Paw's, like, shit list. Sorry for swearing. Um, but I I don't know what it was. Just every time Manjupani was just in the corner and w- ended up being smashed against the boards or was being taken down physically and with this level of physicality that just seemed so over the top for, um, like, a routine puck possession. You know, I understand that you play with a different level of physicality in playoff hockey, but it just, it felt over the top aggressive. And that was kind of like the consensus on Twitter as well, because people were confused as to what Mangiapane did to earn that spot. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. And then of course, he came back out and I believe it was the second period. He started looking better. He started looking um, a little more polished, if you will. And then he obviously had that uh, go-ahead game-winning goal. And it's important for him to get on the score sheet. He is one of the team's top goal scorers. And um, I just, I think that he came out and was finally like, I, I don't need to feed into this behavior from <laughs> from the stars. And he he was able to complete uh, his his job. <laughs> One of my favorite things about him is how um, he really doesn't care about those extracurriculars. Like, yeah, he gets like mixed up in them, but it's never truly him instigating them. So I think between him and uh, Manju, sorry, Manjupani and Backland, they do a great job. And even you know Blake Coleman as well. I just that whole line is so so special and the flames are really lucky to have a line that has um forward and defense like offensive and defensive qualities of the strength so i give them a lot of credit i would like to see you know obviously the other lines start contributing as well but if we can figure out a way for that line to step up and be a regular contributor to the games. I think that the Flames offseason will look a lot deeper than it did after, you know, falling two to one to the Stars early in the series, rather. But coming up next, we are going to uh, do our winners and losers of the week today, because obviously tomorrow is game six, and I want to preview that as well as maybe get a guest on, do a little mailbag, We'll figure it out, but I wanted to do it early uh, and end it on a positive note. And that way we're not freaking out and worrying uh, and we're laid back for game six. Am I right? But first, we are going to take a minute to talk about bet online. Uh, number one, gamble responsibly if you are participating in sports betting. Bet online has all you need when you are placing your sports bets. 
Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even the even next season's NFL futures. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. Thank you all uh, again for tuning in to this show. Whether you are a new Flames fan, you're jumping on the bandwagon, or uh, you know you were just looking for a Flames podcast. But I appreciate you. I think you're amazing, and I just am very grateful for you. Um, the show's become my baby, and for <laughs> the last two seasons to have gone the way that they've gone this year has been very fun covering them. And I'm so grateful to have, uh, you know, a larger audience along for the ride because that means you're all having fun as well. But um, you're, so I guess, yeah, you're part of my winners of the week as well. <laughs> but uh, Brady Kachuk gets my uh, gets that title for the week because he's the biggest Matthew Kachuk fan out there. Uh, he had a shirt that I think it was like the Matthew Kachuk Fight Club on when he was in, when they were in Dallas with his family. Um, his girlfriend, by the way, is absolutely stunning. I don't, I, I don't have words. Like they're he like he's he's adorable, but she's like a supermodel level. <laughs> whatever it's hockey that's how it always goes right but uh I thought that the whole Kachuk family being there was really sweet I know that Taryn was there as well and she is her semester must be done at uh UVA but um you know that whole family was so they were just like sitting in like the crowd too like they don't they don't get a suite or anything they just (laughs) just hanging out in the crowd uh but I think that Brady Kachuk is just so fun, and he was singing along and cheering uh, when I believe it was Backlund scored. I believe it was Backlund. He was so excited. He was saying, like, go Flames, go. And then, of course, that discourse on Twitter started, and it's like, I don't know if I've ever seen an active NHL player uh, root for another team or, like, actively root for a team. And it's just like, um, Brady isn't seeing the playoffs for quite some time. So if he wants to spend it like cheering for his brother instead of like on the golf course, that's fine. Um, I, I don't understand what the issue is, like why there's discourse around it. Um, I, I don't think that like he's tanking his <laughs> own like send season to uh, do anything to benefit the flames. You know, like there's n- like not cross-contamination, but conflict of interest. There we go. Like, there's none of that. I don't know. I love the Kachuk family. I think Matthew and Brady um, are just so funny and so fun to watch. But my loser of the week. (sighs) My loser of the week is everyone who didn't vote for Johnny Gaudreau to be a heart finalist. I don't care what you say. Connor McDavid is not the most valuable player to his team. That's what it is. This is not um, a league MVP sort of thing. This is for your team. Connor McDavid, like, there is literally Leon Dreisaitl right there. Okay? 
Johnny Gaudreau had over 100 points this season. To me, that is the most beneficial player to to the, anyone's team. And that's my opinion. And that's probably why I will never um, be deemed a voter for anything. But I don't know. I just think having Connor McDavid as a finalist yet again is laughable because like even Austin Matthews has like John Tavares and Mitch Marner and uh, you know, apparently Michael Bunting, who is like this fantastic rookie. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't think that I think that you have to pull from teams who have a, like a disparity in between. And I don't think it's necessarily like, the best players in the league, like Jonathan Huberdeau should absolutely be nominated over one of those guys. And so should Johnny Gaudreau. But again, I don't know. I Maybe it's because I am a big Johnny Gaudreau fan that that's why I'm so passionate about it. But I just think that the writers messed it up there. So thank you all for tuning into today's episode of Lockdown Flames. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto. Thank you so much for tuning in making Lockdown Flames your first listen of the day. I will have a pregame episode up for you tomorrow. Uh, Flames are back in Dallas, game six. They look to clinch the series. And let's let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. And I will see you all tomorrow. Goodbye.